Hey everybody, and welcome to Keeping Up With Craft. This is our very first episode of a show where we hope to keep help you keep up with the goings-on of the craft CMS community and the web development world at large by highlighting cool stuff that happened that we think is worth a look. I'm Michael Rogg, and my co-host is the illustrious... Andrew Welch from NY Studio 107. Thanks for having me on, Rogg. So, um... I feel like we could fill an entire series of podcasts with just stuff that you have released in the last like <laughs> week and a half. So starting with um, a really cool tool that you put out, the Plugin Factory, tell me what was the genesis of that and what do we need to know about it? So I'd been using uh, Yeoman for a while to uh, generate craft installs, and I decided to do something the same for generating craft plugins. But I realized that uh, Yeoman was kind of fringe geek stuff, uh, you know, even for a lot of the hardcore craft community. Um, and I wanted to have uh, Lindsay uh, DiLoretto on board. He did the uh, Business Logic uh, plugin. Um, so I decided to make a nice shiny website. And what you do is you go there and you enter information about the craft plugin that you want to create. And you click Build My Plugin and it builds it for you. And there are a lot of. Uh, files and classes that all have to be named appropriately for you to get started writing the plugin and especially when you first are starting out or uh, if you're writing something relatively complicated it can be a little bit of a pain to get that right you know so i'm a developer i want to make a craft plugin i go to your website i type in like the name of my plugin and the description and then your thing spits out a zip file with like the boilerplate like all of the files and all of the class names and and the headers and ready to go so i just have to start coding i don't have to like set up all my files yeah exactly it's uh pluginfactory.io that's really cool especially because sometimes i need to write just a little dinky thing that is not going to get published i just need to write some business logic and it's you know i get to skip the step of step uh, setting everything up and i love that you also open sourced the yeoman generator code underneath it so that if i want to customize those templates to use my own boilerplate or headings or whatever, then I can do that. Um, you also, uh, in the past week or two, have released and have been really hacking on SEOmatic. So what's the the 20-second spiel on SEOmatic? So I've been a real SEO nerd for quite some time on the sites that I work on, and I thought I had a really good system for doing it. Um, but I, it was a pain to set up the fields and set up the templates and do all that kind of stuff every time. Um, so I decided to make a plugin out of it. Um, and basically you go in there and you enter information about the, uh, the site identity, uh, the social networks that they're on, uh, the creator uh, identity, which I thought was pretty cool. It's something that a lot of people leave out when they're doing SEO. And it will take care of generating all the meta tags for you. And it does a lot of stuff that is a pain to do otherwise. And it does a lot of things that a lot of people don't do. Uh, for instance, it will generate some pretty elaborate uh, JSON-LD that describes the website and describes the various entities that are involved with it. I have really enjoyed watching your announcements and developments of SEOmatic um, just purely because I need to up my SEO game and just seeing the stuff that you're talking about in the first place, you know, just sort of I'm assembling this to-do list of things that I probably need to look into and, and learn about. So 
I'm looking forward to digging into SEOmatic more, and that's on GitHub, right? Yeah, that's on GitHub at um, github.com slash nystudio107. And you're, you're exactly right. I mean, um, the plugin itself um, is, is quite cool, but I think that the real value in it is a lot of the knowledge that goes into what you should be doing and how to do it. I want to ask you about something that I saw that you released called QQ which is a null coalescing operator. Would you care to explain what that is, sir? Yeah, the null coalescing operator, uh, which you may have also heard of the uh, defined or operator, uh, it's been around forever in Perl, but it just landed in PHP 7, the latest version of PHP, uh, and has a lot of developers really excited. Um, it, basically, it lets you string together um, operands, variables, with the double question mark symbol and um, it gives you the first thing in your string of variables that is defined and not null so the first uh, operand in the expression from left to right that has a value um, so it's sort of like uh, using the the question mark colon operator the Elvis operator that says if the thing on the left is defined and has a value, then use that value, and if not, use the thing on the right. Um, or in Twig, it's kind of like uh, the default filter that, um, you know, you can uh, put the default filter on one variable, and if that variable is uh, not defined or if it's null, then you get this fallback variable. It's sort of like those, except um, it's even more terse and concise uh, in your code um, than those because you can string together many, many variables, um, and uh, the null coalescing operator gives you the first one that has a value. So um, all the time in my template, um, I I want to establish this like chain of fallback values where, uh, you know, if an entry has an image, then I need the URL of that image. And if not, then I need the URL of the section right. default image. And if that's not defined, then I need the value of the site default image. And if that's not defined, then I need a blank string so that some logic down the road doesn't throw a, a variable not found error or something. And so you, you have this like chain of uh, values and fallback values. Um, and Twig can already do that, you know, with these other operators, these other filters, but it can get really cumbersome and messy yeah. um, to, you know, write that as several default filters strung together and I got to manage, you know, where the parentheses go or as, you know, six lines of an if-else statement that I would much rather be one line and very many fewer keystrokes. And so the null coalescing operator just lets you do it really, really nicely. So when when is it going to be in core? Um, well, so I've got a, a pull, rec uh, not a pull request, an issue sitting open on the Twig project that I uh, hope to turn into a pull request pretty soon, uh, and I would love if Twig uh, put it in core. I have no idea whether that will happen. There's been some support for it, but in the meantime, um, everybody can start using the null coalescing operator in your Twig templates uh, with Craft because uh, it's written as a Craft plugin that that extends twig and, and adds this operator um so that's on that's on my github it's github.com slash top shelf craft uh, and it's called qq because the operator is the double question mark symbol so that's that's why it's called qq but i'm super excited about it just because i have just been wanting to use it in my own templates for so long and i finally just got fed up and wrote it um cool. but 
I, I sort of released it as an afterthought, like, hey, everybody, this is a super esoteric, geeky thing <laughs> that probably no one else will care about. And then everybody started being really excited about it. So that's the story of, of QQ. So we should talk about some stuff that we didn't write. Yeah. So um, <laughs> one thing that I saw out uh, on the Slack is, um, and this was not extremely recent. This was a while ago, but um, not enough people are talking about it, is Rob Sanchez wrote a command line uh uh, a CLI for uh, for Craft and Craft always already has a few like command line tasks that you can run to do some internal stuff. Um, but Rob wrote this this CLI, the command line interface, that exposes a ton of different operations that you can do on your Craft site via the command line. So for like cron scripting, um, you can use a bunch of out of the box commands, but you can also there's like this just really simple framework for writing your own uh, command line operations that you can do on your craft site. So whatever you want to put into a shell script and run on a cron job, or whatever you don't want to have to click and click and log into your CMS and click to the right section and click the right button, right? You just do it a million times a day in the development of a site, and you just want a command line command for it. Um, you can. So is this is this analogous to the WordPress CLI? Yeah, we- and uh, and I think Rob actually wrote one for Expression Engine too back in the day. Okay. Um, but uh, but go check out uh, Rob's GitHub. Uh, Google search the Craft uh, CMS CLI. I actually don't know. I think it's GitHub.com/slash/rsanchez. So what uh, are two really useful things that people might do with this thing? Oh gosh, um, I use command line stuff all the time for cache clearing um, it, during development uh, if there's some just really intense uh, query that even in development I need it to be cached um, I'll use it for cache clearing uh, you can do a, a database backup via your um, your command line uh, if something gets borked with a plugin and the control panel becomes uh, inaccessible then it's useful you pointed that out actually uh, a while back useful to uninstall a plugin with a command line yeah yeah because yeah and and this will do that because that's what i did i wrote a plugin to do that because the plugin i was writing i kept screwing it up and i couldn't even log in yeah so um (laughs) but really anything that you that you want to do uh you can just generate a command for um i don't know i don't think so because that that is a huge use of the uh, WordPress CLI yeah, is to auto update stuff. You can just log in via the CLI and update all of your client sites, which is really very cool. If you can just SSH in and do it. I don't think that it's out of the box to do that, but mm-hmm. uh, you could write the custom command that just hits the the update controller and runs the live update. Um, yeah. I actually, now that you mention it, I want to look into that. But everybody should go to R Sanchez at GitHub and look at the Craft CLI because. You could just make your life so much easier by automating like the little dorky repetitive tasks that you do all the time. Um, okay, last thing that I think is just super awesome that everyone should know about, and it might slip under the radar because it's just a single line in the latest change log, is uh, as of the latest update of Craft, which is uh, 2.5 dot something. 
You could just make up a number and no one would know the difference. Yeah, no. Okay, it's 2.5.2759, <laughs> released on January 14th, and the changelog line reads, It is now possible to include custom URL fragments in links to entries within rich text fields alongside the entries reference fragment. And I had to read that like two or three times to make sure that it was saying what I thought it was saying, and it is, and it has me very excited because... When you um, use crafts, uh, rich text fields to make a link to an entry or an asset, actually it's really only relevant for entries, um, instead of just inputting the URL, you know, craft gives you a nice little selector box um, that lets you search for and pick out the entry that you want to link to, and it's super easy. And then under the hood in the source code that gets generated, instead of just putting the URL uh, to that entry in there, it actually puts it in a special format where it adds um, the, the hashtag, the pound sign, and then uh, a reference code. And what that means is that if you, um, uh, if the URL to that entry changes because your craft setup changes, um, or because you're uh, doing stuff in multiple environments, then when that content gets rendered, the content of that field, the link to that entry will be valid for its current URL or slug in the current environment, and Craft does all of that for you. And so in order for Craft to do that, it has to append its own little uh, URL fragment to the end of that URL so that it can identify it as this is a a URL to an internal entry that I should keep track of. And what that meant was that if I, in my rich text editor, wanted to add my own little like named anchor or my own URL segment, it would be in conflict with the uh, the URL segment that Craft was adding to like manage all of this magic. Um, and so if I wanted to link not only to an entry, but to a specific heading on that page or a specific area, I couldn't do it in the rich text editor without some like real hackery. And now that is trivial and and it works in the rich text editor and i have Very no cool. idea if that is a problem that affects anyone but me but <laughs> i have really needed to be able to add named anchors to my like internal Tell entry the urls truth. did you pull some strings to get brandon or, or brad or someone to do this no no I, I don't have any strings <laughs> if i wanted to but i'm super excited about it uh i'm very grateful uh, that they that they put this in and because it's just a single line in a change log Nobody is talking about it, and I right. really want everyone to know that you can do this um, because that was a really good update. Now, speaking of being excited, I was excited, and I've been bugging you about this for months on and off. Um, little something called Calendars came out? Yeah, I also released Craft Calendars, which has been a labor of love for like a year and a half now. Is um, it really love? It is. It's I love. <laughs> okay, so craft craft calendars was like my journey in digging really deep into the core of how craft does super complicated things like multi language localization and um, you know element relationships and, and all of these things. Um, and so I'm super excited to put it out. Uh, you can actually get that at my website. It's topshelfcraft.com. Um, but man, I'm so grateful to have written that plugin because. Just every line of code that I wrote, I was exploring code in Craft that was just so nice to work with. And so, like, writing this plugin and digging in so deep made me truly appreciative of, like, the quality um, and, and effort that, that Pixel and Tonic has put into building Craft. Um, but Craft calendars can do some nifty stuff. You can manage, like, events with 
multiple dates and recurring events and multiple calendars and, and all that stuff. So uh, if, if events is a thing that you care about, then uh, craft calendars is, is out too. We've been busy, man. Yeah, we've been real busy. Been and real I, busy. I actually remember reading a quote from a long time ago from a God, I'm not going to remember the reference, but uh, he was saying if you want to try and do something really hard, uh, design a, a, a properly architected, oh my gosh, recurring recurring events schema. It, uh, it it has been written and rewritten like three times, yeah. but I'm super excited that it's out there. I hope to get some uh, some good feedback on it. Um, so yeah, we've got you got some plugins. I got some plugins. I'm really I hope everyone learns what the null coalescing operator is and starts using it all the time. Uh, that would just make my geeky core really happy. Um, I want it in the core. Go check out Rob Sanchez's CLI, Make Your Life Easy. Go build your plugins with human generated templates and put all kinds of named anchors on your pages. Um, and give a shout out to, to Brandon and Brad and everybody at Pixel Tonic for putting named anchor segments in the rich text editor and making that work props to everybody that's the cool stuff that has happened lately uh in my book in the craft cms universe um and we're uh, not biased at all in terms of what we think is cool um except we are right (laughs) we're not biased but we definitely are right (laughs) whatever all right um we'll see you my dogs are going ballistic we'll see you on the slacks um uh, tweet us with suggestions this podcast is brought to you by the craft podcast which is a longer form podcast where we interview people and go in depth about things and you can check that out at craftpodcast.com andrew pleasure to talk with you you too i will see you next time all right later